football when I was in P3. I can't remember. I started playing football when I was in P3. I can't remember which year exactly. I was in Oshindi Primary School. I think it was only one person who inspired me to play just a common footballer from my place here. I just admired her. So she inspired me. I started playing. I played from P3 when you're just learning how to kick the ball using the toes. Um, before I played, when I reached P5, that's when I moved to Tanzania. When I came back from Tanzania, I moved to Masaka. I think that's when I started knowing that football is so important to me and can take me somewhere. Yeah. All these years you have been playing football from different places. How has it been to you as a lady playing football? Uh, actually, it has been challenging. If you take a look at Narua, I don't see it the same as other districts because they are real promoting their ladies team, girls football, their leadership and other things but I've got a challenge in, uh, in Arua, we are, unfortunately I don't see such activities taking place. That's why you see most times when you come for a break here in, our, in Arua we always feel like playing, having ladies team but then there are no ladies teams, so we look at outside clubs wanting to join and yet there are many ladies, there are many girls, young girls who are capable of doing sports, yeah. but because we don't see any future in Arua that will develop our football, our career, that's why. So that's the most challenge you are facing. Yeah. Which clubs have you participated in as a full player, maybe you participated in as a player to play football? I participated for Shimaroons, so that is in Lozira. Then I once played also for Superweeds, which is here in Arua. Yeah. I think it's just the only club, but to train where well, we don't have matches to play, so it started, players started moving out, whereby we are now playing for clubs in the central region not within our regions. Maybe in terms of position in the field, which side do you play regularly? I play 9 and 10, but I'm more confident with 9. Now looking at uh, the women football, breaking it down here, I mean bringing it down here to West Nile and Arua City, you just mentioned about the challenges that is faced in bringing up or managing or developing the football for women. What, as a footballer, female footballer, in your own suggestion, what do you think should be done by key stakeholders to see that this is developed in the region? Yeah, for it to be developed, I think, um, people who are responsible have to do something. They have to organize galas at least to to bring the attentions of girls because most of us who, a few of us who have been players and you're from Arua, we are now taken to different places. So for them to again bring women's football back to Arua or bringing that interest, there has to be something done by ladies to bring that interest in them because they can't see only one lady playing in football and to bring the interest of all but when they will always see a number of ladies playing football i think it will inspire them 
Yeah, that, that's what I see from Kampala. I see the young ones having that interest because they, have, they are seeing many clubs, they are seeing many academies, so it inspires them to have that interest. But in Arua, we don't have all that. That's why they don't think about that. They don't. They look at it as something which is very useless and yet it is very important. But issues of mindset has been one key thing for ladies. Mindset that football is only for men, I mean the boys. What will be a communication to fellow girls when it comes to embracing this sector of sports? Uh, what I want to tell them is in the world today there is nothing only for men. This time round what a man does is what a woman does. So. Yeah, a woman, a lady does. So if we look at other players who are ladies, we have those premier, the Liverpool ladies. So if you look at those examples, we should know also here in Africa, here in Uganda, we can also do that. Yeah. We have football clubs um, for ladies, women football clubs, West Nile, Special Moyo and Ajumani, they have some teams at least. Have you maybe get in touch with some of the heads that side just to get connected? What has been the response if you have done that? I've not been in touch with them, but at least I'm in touch with some players because I've once played with them, I've once been with them somewhere, so I know at least something about for women's football in Ajuman and Moyo, but if it's with uh, officials, uh, not real. Uh, looking at uh, also bringing this to the school level, we have seen some time specifically given to sports, athletics, and also football for both secondary and primary level. What would be your opinion? Do you think introducing the women football in this, specifically for women, in this? Um, education sector incorporating them, do you think that would be a best idea to maybe help develop this sector for women like football? Yeah, it will be the best way. Because if you look at schools, we still have ladies who are still active, who feel they can still do sports. Yeah, I think that will be the only way to inspire them to come through sports. As they're studying, they'll keep on moving up. That that's when you always get uh, players for the clubs from the school. After them finishing their school, I think they'll still have that love for the sports. That's when they'll continue. But then we can't. it will be very hard for us to start picking someone who is not at school to join sports. But if we, if we take those things through schools, secondary schools, primary schools, I think that will be the best way of just getting the interest of many. Now looking at your interest as a footballer, we have um, people who always inspire in different sectors. Maybe if it is music, we have Jose Chameleons, we have Arakelis. Who inspires you? Or who do you see like international field or the national, regional for the continental things? Who do you see is the most or you admire like in football that if you go ahead, you want to be like that? I think the person whom I've admired is a lady. It's not actually a man. Yeah, I've admired a lady. 
I don't know all her name, but if I call her name, she's called Sarah. She's in the club of Liverpool. Asino. Sorry, Asino. So that's the one I, I don't admire men because it's their game. So I admire <laughs> ladies. Yeah, I love to be like them. I cannot love to be like a man. How to play? I can play like a man, but I don't want. I don't love to be like a man. So I love to be like that lady who can play. Yeah. Which club do you support in, in the Premier? Premier? I support the, Liverpool. The Liga and the different centers. I support Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah, that's in Premier. Maybe as we conclude this uh, brief discussion, uh, what is your message to the girls? One, two, to the stakeholders in football or sports. Um, football or sports generally and also the authorities maybe in the district we have a sports officer who is there specifically for the sports activities in the district what would be a general communication to them or appeal to generally to these parties i mentioned to see that this is developed yeah my communication to them is actually i don't love to succeed alone i love to i i, I always love to see my fellow girls playing especially here in Arua I'm not happy because if you take a look at such moments they are always looking for people to talk about sports and yet you have many ladies who could do the same sports I'm doing so my message to them is they should really work hard to put football in schools to make girls get that interest and to avoid some of no, if they are, they are, or actually right now there are high levels of pregnancy, people are getting pregnant, but if you take the mind of someone through sports, I think that will be the better way. Yeah, sports keeps someone, it, it even risks them from other things they feel like they do, as they keep on spending much of their time in sports, I think they'll also not have time for other things. So my message to the officials, the people ahead is they should work very hard to put, to organize uh, girls' sports, not even at school, they can still collect girls from such areas and they, and they organize girls' gala, they play, though someone is just kicking the ball using the foreleg, yeah, that's how we started, so they should encourage that. We all started from the zero level, no one should shy up. So my message to them is they should try every possible way. It can't fail if they do it, but now if they don't do it, it will be very hard because there are many ladies who are admiring us, but because they don't have the equipment, there's no one who is responsible who can bring up that sports. It's very hard for them to join now. So that's my message to them. Yeah. You have an initiative of uh, bringing together the young girls. At times I see in this very pitch, you train them. Maybe, is that a club or? It's my own. Uh, because I loved football, I started creating an academy of, of young boys, of which I could even pick some young girls. But because you see a girl comes among a boys and finds she is alone, find it is very hard. But if it is if it is your interest, 
what I will tell them is they should not think about that they are alone amidst men because that's how we started. We are not many. We started by one and that's how we came up. With how many, how many, I mean, how many years or how long has it been that you engage in the young people? It has been, I think it's now the fifth year. Yeah. yeah. What have been some of the challenges that you encountered in dealing with them and also giving them that talent they have? Uh, I've been facing the challenges of finding, since I had them, I'm the manager, I'm the coach, I'm the everything. You find at times these kids wanting to have something and which I could not afford. What I could only afford is if I get like one to two balls and cones, bibs, I'll just make. But you see, after times training, they start saying, coach, you want this, coach, you want this, which was very hard. And uh, that one was one of my challenges. And another challenge was we are not owning a field never had a feel. But because I was a lady and the ladies are favored, no one could come and chase me away from a field if I could go there. Yeah, it, I, I took an advantage of that. So there are several advantages I could go through. Maybe lastly, um, uh, what will be your call to different stakeholders specifically for your initiative to see that your, your initiative is strong and you achieve all the targets for these young people you are training. Yeah, what I just want to say about that is we should encourage young ones by bringing up many academies to create up those academies for young because we know that football is not only for the elderly, it starts from the, from the young. So if you are bringing those young ones from that age, we will have better players. That's another, uh, I can also say that's another challenge we are facing in, in Africa and in Uganda. Today we just feel a footballer should be got from nowhere. If you bring a kid from the academy, you have the best of your players. So uh, what I would like to say is they should bring up the academies to make us have better players and to make us develop that football. Thank you so much for giving us your time. All right, thank you. I have had a long, a long journey, very interesting journey. Right away from senior one, students elected me to be UNSA counselor. Just that first term. They wanted even a second term. I told them I was not running for second term. So I opted to do other things. So from there, I remember applying for news reading and I, present, I started news presentation from senior two. Then uh, in senior three, I would also go on to become the UNSA speaker for the school. So I run chair meetings, prefecture UNSA meetings, beginning of term and end of term meetings were in my hands, or ideally I will chair them. Then uh, going back to, of course, class, I would also be leading. Your leader must lead by example, mm. so I would lead in class, <laughs> yes. be position number one. I have my gift that I received from all the students that they would present during Mosa and Varate. Mm. So I have them at home. I have gifts that I receive because of the excellent performance. Okay. So in all level, of course, I said I did excel. I also good at essays. So yes. students gave me the name uh, senior journalist. And of course, later, I'll now do news once in a while. They will now call me and change from senior journalist to retired senior journalist. <laughs> and eventually, I exited. Mm. So what was interesting is mm. that... Uh, 
my journalistic instincts were influenced by Shaka Sale because mm. I used to follow him every Wednesday formerly uh, yeah, voice oh, of America yes voice of America now retired yes so mm. I even got all that helped me in the debates I got it from him he influenced he had a lot of influence in my life in mm. fact my initial dream was to become a journalist much as I uh, mean um, this thing I think one day don't also be surprised to see me in the media house <laughs> you're most welcome yes because uh, it had a tremendous influence in my life i would be seeing him drilling you know panelists and uh, that is what i loved very much and uh, i used those uh, attributes mm. to win the debates that's why i told you earlier on that uh, i would go into excel in debates and become the best speaker in the whole country and represent uganda in the netherlands mm. so debate was one of the key things actually you know on the papers it still yeah. remains a uh, a record yes definitely that is uh, a record and i think we did a lot uh, when it comes to debates and of course unfortunately debates in west nile region sub region have have died a natural death now what could be so, the challenge reason behind this uh one let us not expect people from kampala to come and organize for us debates, debates yes. yes we can get our, our brains we have brains here put things on right track all stakeholders need to come on board mm. And the question is all round. We should not just look at the academic aspect of it. Yes. You you participated in all these. You traveled abroad, different countries. Yes. Moved to Kampala. You're presenting the very active and also your leadership. Yes. Credentials. In the in the class. Yes. At the school level. Yes. How are you balancing all these with the academics? Very very important. You see, as a leader, you you have to lead by example. It wouldn't be nice when I'm leading, the speaker is there chairing, and the, in academics is telling. So I strategized. I would do my leadership work. I can even sneak without someone knowing. At midnight, I go and read. I can read up to around two thirty. I come back and sleep. So I strategize how you how you get your strategy right, because even how I won those debates, won those debates as a team. For me what I'll do is I read my opponents in advance. Mm. These are the questions likely questions they will ask yes. and they will certainly ask them and they already have the answers. So it is how you strategize because I knew I have a lot on my table. Mm. Here leadership demands is demanding because I remember I would also sit in security meetings. There's in discipline students you have to handle those cases. <laughs> so it will swallow a lot of my time. So I had to div- I had to strategize. I would go plan into, ahead. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. After finishing here I rest. Ah, midnight, good enough, we'll have our generators will always be on, there will be power. Even I remember we had a standby, a standby source which I would use also. Yes. Because of course, ordinarily, even I would not need a power because I use Braille. Mm. But still, I needed uh, the room to be not dark, okay. uh, not to be dark. Mm. So we'll have light always there. So for me, I come at midnight, ah, I'm reading. Okay, do you also like sports? Like which, yes, yes. Which, which one is your favorite I team? I did, even in Mvarahia. I participated in local sports the one I liked was the goalball I would participate in goalball mm. I remember we won trophy we won one <laughs> so one excel in all the departments yes and, yes though uh, I ran also athletics I used to but athletics is tiring I yes, don't yes, like yes. it so <laughs> I see I, I did participate but I'm not a fan I called the English Premier League mm. I follow of course I, I belong to the blues Chelsea. so we just took the trophy the UEFA <laughs> you know after you know mm. imagine triumphant over yes. Madrid mm. Real Madrid yes so I follow these coaches closely I follow the interviews I watch them on YouTube <laughs> uh, everywhere you know mm. yeah I go to Chelsea I subscribe to you know mm. Chelsea pages you know okay. read all the news there okay. on top of what I get from uh, you know the socials and so on now coming <laughs> to um yeah. this 
department where we are currently sitting in. Yes. I see several machines, others I don't know the name, but these actually advanced machines that have not been seen before actually aiding yeah. a lot of work. Yes. Let me, let me just start with the Braille. When did you start using Braille machine? Uh, Braille, I started using this Parkins Braille. The machine itself is called uh, Parkins Braille, mm. but then what you read here, this is the Braille, mm. the Braille work. So I started this right away in P1, uh, Primer 1. Mm. I remember it was a tug of war when I first joined P1. I was a, a tiny boy. Mm. That time, I remember the first day I reported school, it was a boarding, I wrote demonstration on the section for the visual impaired, is a boarding school. Yes. I remember that first day I received the cane from my teacher and I felt like going home. I, I wanted to go home that day, school was bitter, but uh, of course, all of a sudden, I remember even in P1, mm. exams were tough, it would be ordinary, literally, they just ask us questions orally, yes. exams, they would administer hours orally. Because I hadn't known, known Braille, mm. but from P2 is when I started writing seriously now. Mm. I remember in the first term, we didn't have results. Second term, I was the, I obtained the 26th position and I asked one question that propelled me to work hard. What I, was the question? I said, does it mean that I'm beaten by 25 heads in this class? <laughs> so, so encouraging question. Yes, and <laughs> in the third term, I was, mm. I was number two. Mm. Out of over 300 uh, pupils. And so course, this time you beat the heads. Yes. And the, 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 the surprising thing and the amazing and the annoying thing was also that I was beaten to that first position by a tiny girl. I remember <laughs> locking myself inside and cried. So from P, P3, mm. P3 up to P7, I would now be number okay. one. So in P7, all of us passed in the first grade. Um, after first grade in a road demonstration school, you moved to Varesias. Yes. And then you progressed to university. Yes. But you also come back here. Take us briefly on that journey. Yes. How you come back home here. Okay. Yes. Yes, of course, uh, just like anyone would do. I went, uh, after finishing here, I went to Makerere. Of course, in Makerere, I also held leadership positions. I remember including even contesting for the guild. Mm. I remember having chaotic elections. Mm. Students asked me to protest, but I, to me, that was a waste of time. I didn't want. I remember when, when Freedom Square, there was a lot of chaos. So <laughs> I said, ah, no, I'm not going to challenge this result. Mm. But they gave me a position of vice chairperson, DISA. Mm. That was Makerere University situation for disabled students or students with disability. Yes. So I did stare and I'm happy that we also did a quite tremendous work there. But of course back in the university I would also debate for my hall. The two years I was debating Mitchell Hall was leading. The, the gallant rats were always taking the trophy. The two years I participated in debates. Makere debating union. Mm. So Mitchell Hall would take until when I also left is when because now the debates there are advanced what yes. we use we use the there's a model of debate called bp british parliamentary yes where you have the prime minister deputy prime minister you have leader of opposition deputy leader of opposition you have the chief whip and that so on so, yes <laughs> so we'll use those models we now mm. left the Karl popper for high school mm. so we'll use that model and uh, i did excel mm. so after performing exceptionally of mm. course i came out yes. i did work with some organization called advanced africa yes. so my first job actually i I didn't, I didn't face it tough in the employment world, I would say. Because mm. when I came out, immediately the gentleman who identified and took us to Netherlands said, come here. I just went to volunteer in Igulu. I remember I was paid 400000 to volunteer for six months, after which I became a full staff. Mm. And we ran that project there. I came to Arua. What, what was the person you're holding? Uh, I was a project trainee. Okay. So uh, that worked out there temporarily for me. Mm. Then uh, we would later on get another project sponsored by Caritas uh, Switzerland. Yes. We came and put a daycare center there in the rural prisons. 
primarily my role was to supervise the trainings that will take place inside the prisons there. Mm. Yes, and uh, thankfully we have changed some lives. We yes, also true. able to change some lives there. And uh, I did that project was a pilot project. Mm. It was a one-year project. Yes. So we ended it. We also got another EU project, European funded project, two and a half years, still related to prisons and the outside. So we do uh, post-release visits. Those who are about to be released, we go and check their families, talk to them. Give them hope to yes. prepare them, receive uh-huh. the person. Yes. And receive them. And then after, we also go and check how is the person doing, even when he's mm-hmm. out already. Mm-hmm. We also go and check. That project ended last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as that project ended, uh, the government advertised. I also applied. I remember I did my interviews from here in Varices. Of course, the West Nile the schools, uh, who people who applied all over West Nile were doing the interviews from Varahia. So I remember in the interviewing panel, the team were each time they would ask me questions, they would answer very well and tell me, excellent, excellent. So I had a lot of excellence. So you kept on marking your performance. So I knew I would eventually make it. So eventually when I made it through, I yes. posted to Odraveses, but uh, I went, I told them... Odraveses in Yumbe? Yes. yes. But I told them there was a need, uh, urgent need in Invara, definitely. So the principal in charge of uh, posting was able to reverse and... Uh, Yes. So that's how you made the way back home. Aha. Now talking about home now. Yes. You have been about two two years. Two years. Now. Yeah. For me, one essential thing that I think I left out, I've realized now is uh, you see now students are not focused like the way we used to be. Mm. I have realized the students have lost focus. The zeal for studies is simply not there because if I was doing things the way students are doing now, I don't think I would be uh, what I am now. Sure. Yes. Now, coming back home here now, the work that you are doing after post, yes. changing the person from what I've run back home y- to yes. help yes. for the need. How do you find work here? here? Uh, for me, uh, everything is moving on well. Mm. Uh, administratively, there's maximum cooperation. Mm. We're working with the teacher very well. And also, these machines are in shape. I can tell you when I was here some years back, I can tell you there's a tremendous progress in terms of uh, advancement in technology. You can see all these machines that I took you through here. Yes. The embossers, the clear reader, the daisy player. We have all sorts of documents here now. You see, ordinarily, what used to happen is that when you are going to sit, for example, for an English paper, I will first be brailing this English using the package braille there manually. Yeah. I braille it for over an hour, then I go and sit for the exam. So by the time you're brailing the examination, you are finishing to braille, you're already exhausted. Yes. So the you mind now. Aha, uh-huh, the mind is exhausted. You now start answering the questions. But now it's no longer the case. As long as there's electricity, I just run this paper five minutes, I've produced a copy, uh, the person is sitting the exam. And how do you operate this machine? Did you also maybe have some training, all these different categories, advanced machines? Uh, uh, official training, no, I would say no. You see, for me, I learned most of the things on the job. Mm-hmm. Even computer, no one taught me. I didn't tell you a story when I was in Makere. Yes. I'd want to touch people's computer with the jaws. People would say, no, I'm going to use my computer. I'm going to use my computer. Mm-hmm. But good enough, we were in a government sponsorship, so we had that allowance. So I bought a computer. So I started balancing between learning computer on my own. Mm-hmm and the academics. I remember the first day, I, the first two to three, four days even, I will switch on a computer and to switch it off, I will not know what to do. I keep struggling. Eh? <laughs> so eventually I put it off. So now, but eventually I learned, I'm able to do research on my own now on the internet. I'm able to 
use all these things you can talk about Microsoft Teams yes. to have meetings Zoom I'm able to use it independently on my own I'm able to do anything that you think Facebook WhatsApp mm. social media all that just uh, exactly mm. so just like this one here you had asked mm. these machines were not taught no one taught them for me uh, for example the Mboza mm. use it to the software called the Duxbury so i installed the Duxbury even myself now this jaws we use i wanted to also tell you that yes. the jaws software it's called job access with speech that we use i can actually install i can crack it on my computer myself But if you would go ordinarily to buy this jaws it is $1000 you can compute wow. how much that is <laughs> so i can crack it for myself on any ordinary computer like this yes. and i start using so i can buy a laptop for myself crack the jaws <laughs> i start using it we have uh, so many brothers and sisters who are visually impaired or had some challenges yes but they many times they hide it. they don't want to come up yeah. with to express their challenges mm. Um, you realize someone may be uh, okay like in studies but or has a talent yeah. but uh, due to stigma and other things yeah. cannot come out properly what message would you give them okay <laughs> you see uh, mr saber one i must say that uh, many parents of course are still ignorant they don't know the contribution this person can make mm-hmm. yes you can lock this person there keep this person there so how long are you going to keep this person how long is this person going to depend on you So when you die, want that to make an end miserable for that person. So my appeal would be that one, uh, there are two schools here in Arua. We have Diofe Girls and Arua Demonstration. We have those schools for primary section, Idiofe Girls and Arua Demonstration. Then um, Varesses is here, the secondary section is here. Good enough, we have all the facilities you can think of here. You have talked to the parents who actually do this, but not to the other stakeholders yeah, themselves yeah one uh, to those students uh, you have uh, you have a talent that uh, you have at least i'm i'm, I'm sure that god has blessed everyone with the talent beat in academics beat in sports and other aspects so don't sit on that talent come up and uh, utilize that is what will save you a future uh, that is what you will earn from okay yes so for the parents now they need to embrace uh, know that uh, this person they seen useless can contribute to nation building true yes um, mr Lee, i want to thank you so much uh, i want to thank you journalist senior journalist no, oh, retired my, yes retired senior journalist, journalist. <laughs> I, pla- uh, it's my pleasure I want to thank to you have all responded. the titles yes oh for I'm, giving I'm, me time I'm, for this podcast oh i'm grateful and the regards to the party's team okay Thank you.